Are we talking fire on the mountain? Uh, we could throw that. Did you watch that? <laughs> yeah, we okay. did. Hell yeah. We have thoughts on the ending. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode of Flashback 64, the chronological Nintendo 64 podcast. I'm Gooey, here with my co-host, McKenna. Hello. Hello. And we have, uh, well, it's a non-gaming episode we've got today. Mm-hmm. We are joined by our pals from the Media Made podcast. We got Rod and Jess. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, it's good to have you. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Yeah. It's Thanks good for, to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, these snacks you've provided are amazing. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what? I just got a water over here. <laughs> we got the one-sided snacks. Dang. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it's not the I it's not the main subject here today, but our our podcast, you know, is about the Nintendo sixty four. So we thought I, it might be good just to give you guys the chance to say you know what do you what do you think about the nintendo 64 has that hit you in your life i assume it has i've never heard of it (laughs) okay we can move on then (laughs) nintendo is that a tennis racket it's like a gaming thing yeah oh yeah so anyway uh joking aside uh i i mean considering my occupation as uh the editor-in-chief of zelda dungeon I, I mm-hmm. the Nintendo 64 was pretty formative in my life. I got it. I, th- I got mine. I think Christmas '98, and right on. Yeah, like from there, I, I think you know, your love affair was born. Uh, I'm assuming I, Zelda I was, was big for you. Well, it's, it's funny. It's like I was mostly a Mario guy for the first couple of years, and Banjo Kazooie. Right you know? on. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that episode when you guys do that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, get right on. But <laughs> I, I. My my friends on the block and I both discovered we all discovered uh, Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time around the same time. And we go to the video store and rent like Ocarina of Time and play it out of order, like depending on uh, the save files that were saved to it. Like whoever the kid was who rented it before we did, we just play their files. Wow. Yeah, they did. They like did some of the work for you. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just skip straight to Ganon in that case. Um, but yeah, I, I was on that thing like twenty four seven. You know. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Jess, on the other hand. <laughs> Hello. I am not a, a gamer kid. Mostly because um, I think by that point, uh, most of... if we, I'm pretty sure we had uh, a 64, but I wasn't allowed to play it. That was my dad's and occasionally my uncle's when they came over wow. and maybe my older cousins. We had like a lot of kids in our family and I was... On the, I'm technically in the middle, but when those things were out, like I was on the younger end, so I got pushed out. <laughs> the seniority <and> that was <laughs> fine. Yeah, exactly. It's fine because I just read books, and books were so much cooler. I love books. You're reading. probably better off, honestly. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have great coordination, and I do blame that at not being able to okay. know why left from my right very well. And I think that would have been better if I played more video games, to be perfectly honest. Mm. You want to strike at McKenna read a lot of books and played a lot of games. You struck at maybe a happy medium. Yeah. How's your I probably played less games when I was a kid, but <laughs> I don't know. well, I also played sports, so 
There you go. Oh, rounder. You have, yeah, you have that over us. (laughs) Yeah, all of us. yourself. (laughs) I sported. Uh, well, I you know, regardless of how much of a gamer you you were, I think for today's episode, um, you both are the perfect guests. Um, <laughs> actually, why don't why don't you tell people like like what your podcast is? Yeah, so Media Made is a show where we discuss year by year the movies, music, and TV the most invaded our life. That was our our tagline, and what we do is we we. We, we're going year by year, not not unlike uh, Flashback 64. Um, <laughs> but what we do is <laughs> we find a list of every movie, m- music album, and TV show that debuted or released that year. And we decide which one each of us had watched or listened to the most ever in our life. So it's not necessarily our favorite. Sometimes it is. Um, but it is often something that just invaded our life yeah. through family or just whatever was on the TV, you know, whatever cable was showing. Yeah. whatever's on the radio and we dissect them kind of dispel the nostalgia um you know sometimes we rediscover some old classics that we forgot about and we're like no this is good yeah and like, sometimes we like turn each other onto things that we've never heard before like you didn't like nickelback but now you love them i don't you love my nickelback <laughs> chad kroger for life wow. you know but like and you know we we re-listen to nsync and it's like oh man this is amazing sure yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I, that's something I really like about your show, and and we're trying we're trying to do a similar thing, which is like look at and especially because it's not just like like we'll pick sometimes, and it's like this could be this could be good or bad, but let's let's just get in there and see what it what it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's it's cool. How many um like how many years have you covered so far? We started in 85, and we are currently recording and planning our shows for 2005. So we've got 20 years of shows yeah. okay. done. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, it's funny to, to see how media and society has, like, progressed over that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. And you notice the trends. And, you know, it's funny. I, I was thinking about our 1997 media. and like, Yes, I was wondering. <laughs> my, my movie, which was a... Uh, Honey, we shrunk ourselves, which is the the second sequel to Honey, we shrunk the kids. <laughs> yes, um, it features a it features a scene with a chili volcano. Whoa! And I no was like, way. <laughs> "There's something in the air in 1997." People are like mm-hmm. really worried about volcano. Yeah, so that's that was my like first question that I was going to propose to everyone is like, so we're, today we're talking about the the volcano phenomenon of mm-hmm. uh 1997 in in movies and it's kind of um McKenna you kind of had the idea of wanting to do the episode because um well there's there's a lot of movies like this yeah there's sort of a phenomena of uh something that wikipedia calls twin films where <laughs> there's two films or sometimes more with somewhat similar plots coming out within a year of each other uh another big one of the 90s that happened was armageddon and deep impact impacto Uh, profundo (laughs) but yeah there's a there's a whole list of them on wikipedia there's just tons of them and uh thought it'd be cool to do a an episode on you know two of the films with that concept and it's right it's right where we're covering right now but Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so like to what Rod was saying, I I was wondering. I I also feel like I remember seeing volcanoes a lot in like, um, ch- children's like like cartoons. Like I'm sure there mm-hmm. was like stuff like that. So yeah, I was wondering, what does everybody think? Like why what why were volcanoes on everyone's mind in 1997? I I think like as far as uh. Like volcano, the film Volcano, uh, which is one of the two big movies that came out in '97, I think was drawing a like a like specifically the movie set in Los Angeles, and I think it might have been like drawing on anxieties that came out of the the earthquakes. Like there was the big earthquake in '94, and so I'm as we talk about that movie, I'm sure we'll get into it a bit more. But I think that's like the only thing socially that or society society wise that would like justify this fascination with volcanoes. I I don't know if you could looked into it. Are there, were there like eruptions that occurred around this time in the nineties? I didn't see anything. Like I did try to look up that, but I don't know specifically. Like I, I think there are eruptions happening like every all the every time year. i mean right? like so i want yeah there's a lot going on right now i wouldn't be surprised oh, if yeah. in a couple Mc- of years we start mm-hmm. getting more volcano movies <laughs> mckenna mckenna <laughs> was watching like live streams of some yeah. volcano somewhere yeah i check oh, i'm oh, checking wow. in on iceland iceland's sometime. got you know they're always oh that's right something. and like in the meantime there have been other eruptions i think the one in italy uh there was one in japan recently that formed a new island um there's one somewhere else too yeah weirdly i wonder if some of it was because i mean 97 is very close to the uh millennium and if this was like pre-y2k scare kind of things like how is the world gonna end because it's definitely gonna end at midnight at on the 2000 Mm -hmm. i'm sure gooey you've you've probably got this in your notes but like the 90s is like a, a it's like the silver age of disaster movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, McKenna that's what was, I was just actually thinking that the other day. That's like, that's my big theory about this is that it's just like an extension of the the nineties disaster decade. I feel mm. like I actually watched this like long video on the history of horror recently, and I think the nineties is kind of a decade where horror there's like some horror fatigue from the 80s, so it kind of dips. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm tired of the I think disaster and... movies kind of come in to fill this like thriller void. Yeah. Hmm. I I could see it because I'm like I'm thinking Twister '96. Uh, oh yeah. Like uh, even Independence Day is, is mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, oh, Roland yeah. Emmerich. This is like his his heyday. True. True. Because uh, you got Godzilla come out '98, and then you have these two volcano even movies, and then Armageddon. Yep. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, it, and then the timeline. The, Sorry, like the ahead. biggest disaster movies in the world came out. Like it, the biggest disaster movie, the most like acclaimed disaster movie. The I think the third highest grossing film of all time came out in '97 as well, and that's a disaster movie. Is that Titanic? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And it make from a timeline perspective, I, like you kind of do see like trends like that dip in and out of like decades almost. It's not like exact science or anything, but. I feel like the 70s, right, was like the last time there was a big, like, bunch of disaster movies, really. And I, yeah, like, that could be like almost like by mm-hmm. that point, there's like nostalgia, not, I don't know, nostalgia or whatever for that. Like, people who are making films now, like, kind of grew up on those movies. So mm-hmm. that's a good point. I can, people I, who are watching like Poseidon Adventure as a kid in Earthquake were like, exactly. oh man, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. 
I think it's a combination of all those things. And I, I also think I, I was thinking like, it's really not that far from off from like Mount St. Helens, like that mm-hmm. whole thing, that which was 1980, re- 1980. Yeah. I mean, and that was referenced a lot in Dante's peak. I think they referenced. Yeah. It. They actually, yeah. They, do. Uh, they film shots there. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that is a while, but I remember being a kid and like, I would like, that was something that always like kind of freaked me out when I'd learn about it in school. You'd see like pictures of Mount St. Helens or whatever. And it was like, Ooh, that's, that could happen. You know, <laughs> I think going we, back to, sorry, oh, sorry go, go ahead. Oh, I, I remembered also when I was a kid in school watching some, I think it might've been a mini series or something like a dramatization of um, Yellowstone like mm. erupting. And it was like oh. this huge, colossal, like world ending thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This didn't seem like very useful to actually teach in school, but it was probably mm-hmm. like a, you know, a substitute teacher day. But that like scared the crap out of me, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Maybe there it was just like there's enough like going on psychologically to set it off. Yeah, I was going to say going back to the N64, I feel like volcanoes are like the prime game level yes. as well. Yeah. I mean, it's such a, I think cause it's so easy to convey what it is in a game. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and you Don't can, step on this. Yeah. And you can, you can go inside one. Yeah. Mm. Like all the best N64 games that we'll talk about probably have a volcano in them. I think so. <laughs> yeah. um, Bowser's level is all volcano, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and Mario 64, you go in the volcano. Obviously, mm-hmm. Death Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we could... That that could be a whole different episode. We should, like, rank all the volcanoes. <laughs> yeah. on the oh, that's, that would be awesome. We'll track them all down. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about our first one. We're going to we're gonna do a little bit of chronology here. We'll talk about Dante's Peak first, which came out February 7th, 1997, starring... Just in time for Valentine's. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no. That's what I said. <laughs> That, yeah, I mean, it is very, it, of the two, it's the more romantic the, one, right? It's it is. the will they, won't they? Will they? Yeah. It's got and the sexier not, people not in it. Not just with the... The sexier the people, yes. Yeah, starring Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton, directed by Roger Donaldson. And we've got here the, uh, we got the back of the box of the VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. McKenna's going to yeah. drama, get a little dramatic Dr- here. Dramatic. Ooh. I don't, I don't know about that. The, the, uh, the text gets dramatic. But you got this. I don't know that I... <laughs> uh, without warning, day becomes night, air turns to fire, and solid ground melts beneath white-hot lava. From director Roger Donaldson comes an adrenaline-pumping adventure starring Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton. Welcome to the town of Dante's Peak, where a long-dormant volcano is about to erupt with devastating force. Who will survive when the inferno unleashes its fury? The answer will leave you breathless, and the special effects will blow you away. Wow, the blow you away. (laughs) I was was blown away. The whole thing, the whole back cover is very sexy. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they went in for it. This is a A smoldering volcano. This is smoldering. (laughs) I don't don't know if it's... um... I don't know if it's because uh, it, it probably helps that Linda Hamilton is in it, but I feel like it it feels like the most like like dr- bombastic like like a James Cameron style movie. Like it kind of reminded yeah. mm-hmm. me of Titanic and stuff like that. 
there was a great, yeah, I agree. there's like, it was very romantic in that, in that way. So mm-hmm. I, I immediately kind of like, liked it a lot, um, compared to these two, honestly, because I, I'm kind of a sucker for that sort of thing. <laughs> um, it's definitely the more artful of the two. Yes. Like it was yes. like prettier to look at oh, uh, yeah. it, because they well one they shot out in like one of the most beautiful places ever like somewhere in Utah mm-hmm. I think I think it's it, like the beautiful Pacific Northwest it, it has like an inherent advantage because like they both we watch stuff about the making of both and they both seem to have made like cool like miniatures and cool effects and and stuff like that but I think this one being a little bit more grounded in reality or i don't know if reality is right i'm not a volcano expert i don't know which one's more accurate (laughs) but you know what i mean this one felt a bit more Mm. they didn't have to you just can't shoot lava going in la so it's like there's just a lot of like bad ish looking Mm -hmm. cg yeah whereas (laughs) this you it, it shows off a lot more like there's all these really cool sets of like and miniatures like they built that dam miniature and the bridge and right. stuff like yeah. that. And just like, that's so much more satisfying. And yeah, I think it has like an inherent advantage because it's, uh, it's easier. I feel like it's an easier thing to convey. <laughs> Jess and I watch a, a web series called, uh, it's from the corridor digital crew. They do uh visual effects artists react. So they just like react to old. Oh, it doesn't even yeah, have to be was... like CG. It's just like, you know, cool special effects and they did an episode on the volcano movies and they showed off those miniatures for Dante's peak, including the scene with the dam and they have like the trucks, like trying to cross the bridge as a giant tidal waves coming their way. And they're like, no, those are just like, you know, three feet tall, uh, RC cars that they got on a track. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's amazing. Yeah. And they dumped like 80,000 gallons of water <laughs> I know it's like wild. Yeah, it it really paid off. Like doing things practically, uh, just like you said, you you can't really make lava in LA look as realistic as doing some of the stuff they did for Dante's Peak and the things that they did, like making it small scale to shoot it to look large, really did a a good number for the this film. Oh yeah, it it really comes off and i i think too just the the setting and everything it it leads to more like there's just so many more like natural like kind of obstacles they they don't mm-hmm. just have to encounter like lava <laughs> you know there's so many <laughs> other disastrous things that can happen other than things catch on fire you know and so i it create like the scene where they're in the boat at the one point like, oh yeah I, there's a little bit of that in Volcano, but I feel like here it can be a bit more diverse in like what mm-hmm. type of, you know, there's a dam explosion and all, all that type of thing. So they don't there's have like, to. There's like a, a storm of ash who you can't even see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I, I was saying, I think the, in Volcano, a lot of the, uh, you know, obstructions seem a lot more manufactured. Like I was saying, it, it, it feels like a video game at some point. Yeah. Where, you know, something there's like lava coming and you're like, oh, I'll just go the other way. And then something immediately falls in front of them, <laughs> blocking their way. <laughs> yeah, there is a, yeah, well, we could talk about a more volcano. There is a certain charm to that as well. <laughs> but um, this movie, it was kind of interesting when we were watching the 
there's like a little thing about the effects they were talking about and um this they both movies knew about each other mm-hmm. and they were sort of sort of a race and they they said they kind of played a game of chicken with like the release dates like move they kept moving them up it was original they were both originally going to be in the summer and then they just mm-hmm. kept kind of fighting each other and then dante's peak eventually got pushed all the way to february and uh that i mean in the video we watched it sounded like the the production designer guy was like crunched pretty hard <laughs> but i mean they really they really we pulled, pulled it, off. it off yeah mm-hmm. but uh i think it I, I guess it benefited them to be the first one because then you've got the other one coming out and it you know then then you've got that one in your mind Mm -hmm. I know that like I was reading reviews like Roger Ebert and I think Siskel as well were both like well we can't not compare it to Dante we can't not compare Volcano to Dante's Peak and uh, you know they they just kept referencing the other movie when they reviewed the the second one they were like well you know Dante's Peak has a mountain and that's a good thing (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, rushing the day I, I honestly would without you saying that wouldn't have thought of it um i feel bad for the like the artists and the techs that had to like and everybody post-production mm-hmm. like do you did you hear when i don't know i'm asking when the shooting wrapped like what was the difference between like wrapping oh, on shooting I, and release date no i didn't actually get that all i, I just saw the guy talking about it and it, it, mm-hmm. i don't know he had he had done some it looked like he was a good sport about it he had uh oh, there's one image of him that they had where he tied a sign around his back that was like, like, I'm I'm under deadline, like, don't bother me unless it's important. <laughs> I'm going to make a shirt and I'm going to wear it everywhere. <laughs> Just want Just people like, not to bother me. I'm on a deadline. Do not talk to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that could that could apply to most situations in life. Yeah. Um, I don't know okay. if you want to talk about any. Like, like, I don't know, like, we don't need to go through the story or anything, but I will say, like, just in general, like, I liked the, um, the setting, and I sort of, like, even though I felt like, um, the, the sort of, the sort of, like, romantic, dramatic storyline has been, I, I, you know, I recognized it from a lot of other movies, I felt like it was really well done (laughs) in this movie, and I, Mm. I don't know, I don't know if I'm just a sap for that sort of thing, but... (laughs) I, I really bought into it and I actually I felt like watching a lot of this movie like when they were sort of like dating or flirting and stuff like that I was like this is cute I like these I like this couple mm-hmm. I asked Jess I was like do they have chemistry because yeah okay. I, I couldn't like put my finger on it yeah I think uh, I okay when I watch movies more than plot plot is important but character is more important for mm-hmm. me and just how people are I think they had some chemistry, but there was a lot going on in a short amount of time. <laughs> and so for me, it was a little bit harder. I did think it was cute, but then my brain kept going like, what? What are you? Stop trauma botting. You have two kids. Get them out of the city. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think they they were cute together. But I think when you at when Rod asked me, do you think they have chemistry? Like the way the movie started with a completely other woman <laughs> uh, which oh yeah i think because, you forgot because yeah, you pierce, were like pierce has uh had a, a tragedy early in the movie yeah he lost his love to a volcano yeah that's and the funniest I, part about the whole movie <laughs> i was like i felt like they had a little bit more chemistry but that's probably because we were running real fast 
And it's just like, come on, get in the car. But I can't leave my stuff. And I was like, girl, are you crazy? What do you mean you can't leave? The sky is on fire. That's, get in the car. That scene rocked, though. Like, that, that scene was so cool. You you kept saying that the, the beginning of um, Dante, Dante's Peak was slower than the other movies, and you didn't like Not, it as much. Except for that scene. And I was like, did you forget that it started on fire? Um, moral of the story, you asked uh, uh, if you were a sap. Absolutely not. I know it didn't sound like I was getting to that point, but no. Because <laughs> I thought, there's one thing I really appreciate, actually, because I feel like sometimes, like, the more common thing to do is they sort of, they sort of go through this harrowing experience and then, like, they fall in love. And I felt like mm-hmm. in this, like, they immediately, like, kind of were cute on each other. And then they kind of got together ish like really before it popped off they were about to they were like mm-hmm. that yeah. close and then it was like something started going on here here's what i think about this is that their their uh, relationship kind of uh develops along like with a the volcano? volcanic <laughs> eruption where it's, it's it's like a slow burn like there are like hints uh, of it slow burn. there's hints of it in the beginning yeah and He's it's like bringing like her coffee i said or what, it's, right? a, it's like a will they won't they kind of thing it's like are they going to get together? Is the volcano going to explode? <laughs> There's evidence. And they're but, both so hot. But we're not. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's all. Yeah, I, was like, right. I mean, they're two very attractive people. Like, I'm like, I'm not surprised that they would see each other and go, are you single? Yes. Are you single? Yes. <laughs> Let's do. Yeah. And like they're about they're about to get together. But then stuff starts building up more with the volcano. You know, it's building up at the same time. There's some tension. So you're yeah. saying yeah. it's their fault it's... the volcano erupted. Their energies <laughs> were yes. so aligned with nature <laughs> that when they're teenage... like, let's go, the <laughs> volcano said, okay. didn't burn in that pool until Pierce Brosnan got there. Oof. Yeah. Oh, man, that was gnarly. <laughs> oh. That's, you know, oof. Yeah. <laughs> there are some gnarly things in this one for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, sorry, it was funny. Ahead, we're watching this and we get to the scene where Pierce Brosnan is like, no, there's activity under the mountain. This is dangerous. And he tells his boss and his boss is like, no, we can't start a panic. Yes. And I thought to myself, is this just like Jaws, Jaws. but instead of a shark, it's a volcano? I I, I can't I be the only person to think that. There were, you said that. I said it while we were watching it. Yeah. And, it, uh, because, and there's two things that really made me think of it. That is one. But before that, the scene you mentioned in the opening where his wife gets, I guess this is not really like Jaws. It just made me think. Like the vol- like the idea of a volcano almost became like almost an- anthropomorphized or whatever. Like because now yeah. he's got like it feels like he's got like they think he's got a grudge with like volcanoes or like that he's like, <laughs> maybe he's just paranoid about them happening. Mm-hmm. So that kind of I don't know I, that didn't make me think of Jaws, but like something you would see maybe in like a a monster movie or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah, what it's like you got them being like We're, we can't close down the town. <laughs> yeah that happens i guess in uh the uh the made for tv movie as well but we we can it does yeah get into that later but yeah i i kind of love that i like that that that's like the most like movie that and the uh the wife's death like that's what set this like comfortably at like kind like a slightly over exaggerated like movie type tropes you know that it's yeah they have to like I think it's a fair enough convention of like why there's some drama, you know, like, I guess, like, I mean, they've been made and like, there's real life um, stories of like volcanoes erupting and like what 
type of drama that ensues. But I was thinking of like watching both of these, like a normal movie about a volcanic eruption would be like McKen the stream you were watching of Iceland, where it's actually like it's like not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Like we know it's gonna happen. Mm. you know the town's been evacuated the town's evacuated yeah like the the realistic dante's peak might be a little bit boring where they're like (laughs) yeah we should just get away from this obviously about to erupt volcano (laughs) (laughs) that's a great there's a festival going on the town's economy (laughs) (laughs) i did like the finding the the people in the who are dead like burned burned alive or whatever like that mm. that felt like in a slasher movie where you start to it find did, some yeah. of the bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh my God. Um I, sorry, sorry for some reason. No, this has nothing to do with anything. That just triggered in my mind the thought that we watched a video on Pokemon Go and it was just like people just keep finding dead bodies. And that's that's what that moment felt <laughs> oh, like. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, it's unrelated. I have a little a lot, bit... a lot of Pokemon Go players in that in those early years would just like venture into the woods and find dead bodies. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, but that's not what? Yeah. That's a movie. <laughs> but they idea, still caught I those think. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, as long as they got the Pokemon, who cares? Yeah. But I think that this movie did really well what you would think disaster would do. That was English. Specifically, <laughs> everybody trying to get out of town and r- the rules of the road mean nothing anymore. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, then gosh, the horrifying yeah. collapsing of everything. Um, like the ramp, the the off ramp to you know to the highway just collapses under the weight of all the cars. Like that's legit. Yeah, yeah. I I think there was a lot of things that were really realistic as like people, human character kind of thing. Where the scene where uh, I know we're not talking about the whole movie, but the scene oh, where okay. <laughs> mom, I definitely remember character's name, Linda Hamilton. Yes, <laughs> that's not the character's name. That's either. not the character's name. <laughs> I don't know the when, character's names either. It's Pierce Brosnan when, and Linda Hamilton. <laughs> Yes, when Linda Hamilton was calling Grandma, and Grandma was like, I'm not coming down my mountain, click, and was like, okay, kids, we're going to go to the gym where we're going to keep everybody in and have this very big conversation. You stay here. And my brain was like, of course the kids are going to try to call and then go for their grandma. That Why would you leave the kids alone at this time? And then mm. when everything pops off, I'm like, why would you leave the kids? And then my <laughs> brain was like, they didn't know that it was going to explode that night. They probably thought they would go back. So yeah. The kids aren't here. Crap. Let's go. They probably went up up there. There's a note, whatever. But I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Your child who gets up in the middle of the night and goes to a freaking mine is probably going to <laughs> disobey you and drive a car at the bridal age of six years old. I have no idea. How old the kid was. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that like it made sense. The yeah, pushing yeah. of like the characters into the disaster of the like, they're not the ones trying to get out of town um, or anything like they're driving deeper in. And it made sense. It made sense. Yeah. Um, like they had yeah. like they had to go get those kids. And like, yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. they did a good job with that. Like, well, that the kids it was believable, like you said, that the the grandma or whatever wouldn't want to leave. And yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that aspect, too. I believe it's a the, hoax. Uh, I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> it, the grandma was based on. I think it was at Mount St. Helens, where there was someone who lived near uh, the mountain who refused to evacuate the town. Oh man! 
Oh, jeez. It makes it even sadder. It is yeah. sad, especially because I was yelling at the TV when the grandma was like, it's my fault. And mom was like, no, it's not. I was like, yes, it is. A hundred percent it is. What are you talking about? Yes. And then she dies. I'm well, sorry. sorry, grandma. That was a... <laughs> Gosh. Both, both movies we're going to that we're talking about here have this scene of like this moment of like heroic sacrifice or whatever yeah uh, to some degree and i thought this in this one where they're just like the whole the whole setup of like them being in the boat and the like Mm -hmm. the heated water right is like acid acid water yeah yeah is like eating away at the boat and like when they're like i just thought like that is that was that gave me also the having the kids there that gave me a little bit of like james cameron sort of like Mm -hmm. like terminator 2 or whatever but then when they're on this boat it made me think of titanic where the lady's like (laughs) reading to her kids or whatever i'm like geez like Mm. i can't imagine this situation where you're like it's it's such a great escalation of action where like it it is very james cameron-esque where it's like you're out of one problem and immediately into another reminds me of aliens yes okay Go ahead. Again, I'm going to go slightly off topic because you guys have named several James Cameron movies and I've not seen any of Have I seen any James Cameron movies? <laughs> have you Titanic? not seen Titanic? I've not seen Titanic. Aliens? No. Piranha 3? <laughs> no, okay. Apparently I've never, I just wow. know of James Cameron. Have I not? Avatar? Have I? I did see that one. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay. Back on track. <laughs> wow. Okay. That, well, that could be a whole, that could be a media made uh, subtopic almost. James Cameron. I watched every James Cameron film. <laughs> there, I I think I steer away from the. Oh, they no, are you too like long. True Lies? You love that movie. Oh, is that James Cameron? Yeah. yeah, I do enjoy that movie. That's probably the only one I'll ever. I love True Lies. Well, I don't know why. Like, I keep thinking of him. He didn't make this movie, but I just, I just see <laughs> it's it. The Limbo- Linda Hamilton connection. Yeah, and I think too. This is like. Like this movie, it's it feels like kind like when I compare it to those, it's both like in a good way because I love those movies, but it also feels somewhat derivative in some ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so like I I I almost think like intentionally they were going for that, which is a, I mean that's a good thing to shoot for in my opinion. Like it's, it's I think so. It definitely isn't going to reach the same type of highs, but I look back on this and I was like, like yeah, they did a they did a great job. Yeah, but when that when that the grandma like gets out of the boat and into the water. I'm like, this is so messed up. <laughs> like <laughs> it was so much more, uh, comp- we watched this actually after volcano and it was like, so did we, this was so, it was so much more like brutal and mm, like shocking. visceral visceral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I, d- I didn't laugh watching grandma sacrifice yeah. herself. To okay. save kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I like what you said about the escalation of action. It, like that almost was video gamey in a way just of like like it felt like okay they're dealing with this type of thing and like that transitions into this type of thing and it you know you almost had like your different levels Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. kind of felt like even a a, a, felt like an amusement park ride too like when they're driving the jeep through the town (laughs) and then up the mountain i was like why is why is this not a ride oh man yeah (laughs) that would be a sick ride yeah the whole um there's a, a, a one other moment of like, oh, geez, that stuck out to me, which was when they were on that bridge and the one, if you remember, the one guy gets like, yeah, the boss man. Is the, it like, the boss Roseanne's guy? Husband. 
Roseanne's <laughs> husband. Is that who that was? I don't know. Who, I don't think it's the same actor. It's not. But that's what my brain saw when I saw him. Look, I'm really bad at faces. There was um, there was one other guy in this who was what's what's that guy's Char- Charles uh, Callahan. This is the is that the who thing we're talking guy? about? The guy who's he's also in the thing. Yes. There's there's a lot of I don't know. I liked actually, honestly, just like the the supporting cast was all like people who like I felt like. I looked a lot of the people up, and I was like, I feel like I've seen them in things, but then I mm. couldn't find anything, but they just were so, like, there's something, like, memorable about a lot of them, like, they, yeah, I don't know, that 90s, the 90s character actors all stuck with me. Dante Speak, is there any anything else we want to add about this movie, like, specifically? Any other thoughts? Oh, I did want to say, mm-hmm. you mentioned the, the kid running into the mine. Like oh, playing in the mind. Perfect setup for and the I, ending. I yeah. was just thinking I loved that because it was like the beginning of the movie. Uh, Lim- Linda Hamilton yells at him because she's like, oh, it's dangerous in there. And, you know, the town's ignoring the, the larger looming danger of the volcano. And then at the end of the movie, the mine is what saves them from the volcano. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's, it's like the kid's metaphorical. His... <laughs> His yeah. um, yearning for the mines to save oh, them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it did feel like the movie just kind of ended, though. Like, I don't think they did a very good job of uh, establishing the importance of the the elf machine. <laughs> oh yeah yes. the 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 tracker the, the GPS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I felt it felt like it felt like when they crashed into the mine that it was like, oh man, how are they how are they going to get out of this one? Like, and there, that there would be another big sort of like thing they have to go through but really yeah. like the climax was just like crash or like driving down into the mine you know that was like right. the big ending thing and so then there's this weird like final thing he has to do but like it doesn't really feel that like the stakes don't even though they are you know like it doesn't feel that high it almost should have like cut to like just someone like being like oh we're getting a signal or whatever and they just have the machine, yeah. you know, like, I don't think yeah. we I think so that too. extra bit of like, oh, I got to crawl through here and grab the machine. Was <laughs> it? Kick it on while I contort. Yeah. I was like, I've seen, I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I felt a little deflated at the end, but uh, like, I honestly like, yeah, I, I, we're starting with the good one. Cause like Dante's Peak, I think overall was like the better movie. <laughs> it turns day into night. Air into fire. Nothing in the world can compare to its power. The most awesome sight you will ever see may be your last. In the town of Dante's Peak, a volcano is turning nature into a nightmare. Come on! Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton. Oh my God. Dante's peak. The pressure is building. Let's transition into uh, Volcano. What do you say? Do it. All right. So Volcano released April 25th, 1997. 
starring Tommy Lee Jones and Han and how do you say her name? And Hesh. Hesh and Hesh. I'm sorry, I don't know the exact <laughs> pronunciation. Uh, directed by Mick Jackson and McKenna. What what's the back of the we box? Got the, all, right, all right, quakes, riots, mudslides. Los Angeles has seen it all, almost. Get set for non-stop action, searing suspense and explosive special effects when Oscar winner Tommy Lee Jones stars in the first great action film of the year. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> shade at Dante's oh, oh, yeah. peak. <laughs> Something unspeakably chilling is heating up the city of angels. Beneath the famed La Brea tar pits, a raging volcano has formed, uh, raining a storm of deadly firebombs and an endless tide of white-hot lava upon the stunned city. Experience the pulse-pounding thrills as the dream capital of the world erupts into the stuff nightmares are made of. Take the ride, volcano has it all. Has it all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they missed the, the tagline, <laughs> the famous tagline from the movie. Uh, the oh, coast is toast. Yes, the coast that's is the front toast. of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so volcano. This is the definitely. It's the more ridiculous of. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about the use because Rod, you were saying like there was probably some anxiety about all the earthquakes and stuff. Like I don't know like the plausibility of either movie, but it just seemed like. You know, I don't know the, how realistic it is. It felt a little so. Uh, as far as a volcano erupting out of the La Brea tar pits, that seems pretty far fetched. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> some background: Jess and I live about an hour east of LA. Uh, we go to LA regularly. <laughs> we try to not to, but you know, <laughs> it's hard not to when you all the stuff's over there. But mm-hmm. um, I will say, like growing up in in California, like I, I was a baby when the uh, the 1994 uh, earthquake happened. Um, but I remember in school, they showed us like documentaries about it, you know, because it was such a big deal. It was probably the biggest disaster to hit the city in our lifetime. Okay, um, yeah. Like it it was so devastating that like, you know, free, freeway overpasses like collapsed. You know, people were trapped for days uh, in the in the wreckage. Um, I, I, I would say there was a pretty large like cultural uh, uh I guess anxiety from the earthquake. You know, it kind of reminded like this movie. I think in some way was trying to be like the Godzilla, yeah, for Los Angeles. You know, because Godzilla like played on anxieties of the time when it was released. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So I think there's like an element of like, you know, social commentary that I appreciate because like Los Angeles as a city like was hit with some pretty uh, like serious, not not just disasters, but like right. Because there was the 92 riots, Mm -hmm. which I've also seen a lot of documentaries about where that was also just kind of a a chaotic, crazy time that like was probably in the the cultural memory in 1997. So when the the volcano in Volcano is almost like incidental, you know, for the first half of the movie, it just kind of like they're just it's like Los Angeles's greatest hits for the first (laughs) hour of the movie where it's like well what happens if there's like a a huge disaster if there's some kind of scare in los angeles it's like okay well uh uh, the looting's gonna start immediately (laughs) which i think maybe they jump to looting a little too quickly but at the same time if you live through the riots i think like it's, it's a pretty easy 
you know, thing to remember that, yeah, no, there was looting. It just happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely, like, the that element played into this, too. I, I And I think this movie, you, you kind of mentioned it, but it has uh, the tone of it. I don't know if this is the right word, but it's like it's some if sometimes it feels like it's like not patriotic, but like uh, it, it has it strikes. I, I was saying this to McKenna. It strikes. It has a similar tone to parts of like the Dark Knight, you know, when it's like uh, we believe in humanity and, and stuff like that. There's like the, yeah, the scene with the the cops and the one guy and it's heavy handed for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't want to get, I don't know if we want to jump straight to the ending, but like when, when the sure, volcano sure. starts curing racism, that's yeah, what I'm like, oh, this, I'm out of this. <laughs> so stupid. That's the way to, yeah, exactly. It has this thing of like, no matter what color you are, we're all humans, not volcanoes, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my gosh. We can erupt at any second. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that it was like, it's like the one guy's like the cop who is like racist or whatever and like still racist he didn't change at all no (laughs) that event did not change him and it's Mm -hmm. like it's like oh okay you uh i guess you're not so bad so i will help all those people not die you know he's like we will send help to you it's like what the hell like that's good like i guess that's good but like does it yeah exactly like you said you're he's still not a good guy Mm -hmm. Yeah, this movie had the problem of too many cooks, not like in the making of it, but yes, just too many, too many people named Cook. There was way too many characters to follow that had way too many things like the doctor and her husband. Oh, yeah, the the volcano cured classism, too. Oh, my gosh. We there are certain things from this particular movie we've been making fun of all week. And that's one of them. She's like, what are you down there with the pores? Come fix a tennis elbow. Like, Uh, rather my wife a tennis elbow than a gunshot wound bro what are you even saying oh my god who yeah. did you marry <laughs> look la- lava can melt all class and cultural <laughs> barriers that's what it's about yeah when the floor is lava so is your home you're down here with us. <laughs> it had I, we might as well mention now then too it had this this movie had its own version of like the heroic sacrifice and it, it was like the most like yeah, like it, it felt like I'm watching like like it felt like I was watching a movie where we're at war with volcanoes and we're trying to <laughs> lionize the veterans of the volcano battle, you know. This guy's all like these, all these people are supposed to be professionals. Like they're all like scientists and and you know, uh emergency uh, service people and these folks go down into the subway where you know, uh, a woman has fallen through the cracks in the floor already, and they had special equipment at some point that they had to wear because they couldn't breathe down there. But yeah. they all go, yeah, we're all going to go down there in our tennis shoes, in our dress shirts, mm-hmm. and save some people from a subway. No and masks. That no, is the no thing. masks, no gloves. He's touching, <laughs> he's touching like iron rods on the subway. And I was like, if his shoes are burning, why isn't his hands burning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so annoying. <laughs> Yeah, he he was genuinely annoyed. Annoyed, annoyed. I ju- he just wear your mask. You, and I was like, COVID annoyed. hasn't happened yet. There are no masks in America. Uh, okay. <laughs> See, I I took all this and I was like, in a different way than Dante speak. I took all of all of this in and I was like, this is awesome. Like I <laughs> I, I love that they made a movie that was like 
that was like about a volcano and trying to break down racial barriers and stuff <laughs> even though even though it's so like I, I don't know almost crass i guess like that's also something i'm kind of a sucker for too so maybe i'm just too like i i don't know i just thrive on stuff like that sometimes it was never boring yes. i think that's true yeah. and i like tommy lee jones is like the perfect for this kind of movie like tommy lee jones being like uh I'm not snarky, but you know what I mean. Being put upon you know, constantly. Like put upon <laughs> by the damn volcano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, both. This also has to have a similar thing to Dante's Peak, where it's like, um, you know, like someone's not gonna, not not buying it. You know, this is ridiculous. In this movie, it's more it, it's more plausible. Like if I was Tommy Lee Jones, I'd be like, oh yeah, like that. Why that doesn't make sense? Like a volcano. Are you kidding me? But they he doesn't both know what have, magma is. Yeah. <laughs> I like what, that. What, magma? What's that? Lava. Oh. <laughs> I like that element. It appealed to me being like, I don't know about no science. All I know is <laughs> there's no volcanoes in LA. And it, it was... Right. Fact or not. But he knew something was wrong. And he, he was like, wise enough to be him. like... Oh, we need to shut down like this section. Yes, so it also had a storyline of like they're constructing what a subway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the subway under MacArthur Park. Okay, and they're like, yeah, we can't. It's another thing that has to happen in every disaster movie of like we can't, we can't stop what we're doing. Like this has to go through. It's um, more believable in L.A. though. Like we can't, we can't evacuate this neighborhood uh, on a hunch. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's easier to then say, like, you know, a rural town somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm biased. Yeah. That, I I could... mean, it's the logistics is probably insane mm-hmm. for sure. I could imagine having to, like, shut down a couple of streets in the middle of the day and all you would hear is honking and screaming because you've <laughs> just added another 80 minutes to somebody's commute and yeah. they're just trying to go five miles down the street. It's actually kind of topical where we're talking about this because um, there was a fire on the 10, the 10 in Los Angeles really? recently oh. and it shut the whole freeway down. Uh, and all I see is headlines. You know, this, this is the worst. This is horrible. What are we going to do to fix this? It's like there was a fire. <laughs> we're we're in the process of fixing it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> We've got people working on it twenty four seven because of you complainers. <laughs> you think yeah. we're just gonna let a fire sit there? I Move. Do, I think yeah. In like in the reality, if like volcano, like if they're like we gotta evacuate, I think a lot of people would be like, uh, yeah, I gotta like go to work or whatever. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Do a that. lot of people would ignore it, <laughs> 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 which is horrible but true. Tommy, Tommy Lee think, Jones uh, does admit he's wrong by the end. Like, there's a and and Hesh, Hesh's character right at the end. She's like, um, she's like, oh, I, I, he, oh, she says something like, oh, I don't know what I did or something, and he's like, well, I didn't believe it, you know. So like, good on you for uh, sticking to your guns or something. He gives her some credit for him being like not having it in the beginning, so. You know, mm-hmm. comes around. Character development. Um, yeah. The movie also had me thinking, I, I, this was a present in Dante's Peak, but, like, I think because, again, I think they're they're slightly more limited on what, what the volcano can do. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like, I was like, dang, like, these lava rock explosions are, like, 
<laughs> These are like really bad. Like it, they almost seem targeted sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have to dodge them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The the worst of the um effects was there's one shot where there's just a bunch of lava and Rod's talking to me. I was like, that's just red water. That is just a crashing wave colored yes. red. And then there's a scene where there's two, there's like four different colored reds. And it's like, that one's a fire. That one's a fire. That one's water. That one's water. <laughs> that They're one's all like go- bad CG. <laughs> like, what? what is happening? And I thought that at least, that was, we had we had a lot of fun going like, what, what are they doing? Yeah. yeah, this following Dante's Peak <laughs> was definitely much harder of a hit. Yeah, I think uh, I think if I was like a kid, I would have gone nuts for it though, because it. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, if I'm a kid and I'm watching this, I'm like I'm getting way more lava, you know, and I'm all about the lava. That is like the the main threat <laughs> of this one. You kind of you, you have points. like the uh, the fireballs in this one, but you know, in Dante's Peak, there is lava, but it's it's like not the big threat. They also have a similar. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like pro, I don't know how, what making lava look looks like, like making it look good looks like. But like even in Dante's Peak, like they were they were more subtle with the lava at times because when they did have it, it's like you yeah, know it I mean? does the thing that you know la- when when lava is in the you know it, when it comes above ground, it's mm-hmm. it's much cooler than it is underground so it starts cooling off and starts like solidifies on top mm-hmm. right uh, so it's like darker and volcano you just got this bright red yeah, the whole just time this goo. there's water i guess <laughs> is more like it it did it, it, i saw a lot of reviews saying like oh just like molten cheese is just uh rolling <laughs> yeah. down the street Ooh, i like that <laughs> uh what this movie i also they they were it was a bit more outrageous but i just like the um the ash effects more they were just these huge chunky pieces of ash that they were just blasting on everybody um yeah it was just that was a way more fun visual just to see it getting in all their hair and stuff like that tommy lee jones just the ash covered hair I'm sure it would be horrible. Like, it would be awful, but, like, it just felt so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's also something that is surprisingly common in Southern California. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. the two disasters we put up with on a yearly basis are earthquakes and fires. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like, like yeah. Southern California is constantly on fire. So, like, even on the day of our wedding, it was ash, ash was raining down oh. from the sky. Yeah. It was, lo- it was lovely. <laughs> you're used to it right so it's like it's called southern california snow yeah, uh... yeah that's a good nice way to look at it with with this one because in dante's peak it was real it was like another just another way it was more like i guess plausible if that's is that in that it was like we just got to get you mentioned this the setup with the grandma like we just got to get them we got to get away from this we got to escape and this it was more like it was more like Godzilla or like a monster movie yes. where it's like yeah. we have to figure out a way to defeat the lava, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't just be like, I guess, because if it was in L.A., it would be like it would be very hard to just get everyone to safety. So, yeah, yeah they had to like come up with a way for it to have an ending. So first 
they do have some i i like their schemes where they're like we're gonna pile up they're, we're gonna, they're like, they're like we're gonna bottleneck it. it it's going down streets <laughs> they act like it would just like be flowing Coming down, down the streets. Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> and it would stay in the streets i guess but yeah when they set up like a bunch of like cement blocks and trucks to stop mm-hmm. it and it's such a monster like movie thing we're like well i guess we did it and it's like no that's not that's like too that's too easy yeah we, we haven't <laughs> had the real explosion yet Yes, oh, that too. <laughs> but both movies, I think, kind of played on that too. Where yeah. it's like, they're, even though this has happened, it can get so much worse, which mm-hmm. I kind of liked. Uh, and then they have to later, like, their second plan is they have to, like, they have to, like, blow up a path for it Building? to go. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which le- leads to, like, the most the most ridiculous part was, I think, the the ending where... Yes. He's just like coincidentally right where his daughter is. Oh my god. Because they get separated. His daughter has chased a small child into the street. <laughs> and then he happens to see her and he doesn't even really like they have a he moment. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do yeah. anything. <laughs> also his daughter is like the at least the second time in the movie where she just she's just standing there. She's just like, yeah. oh, there's there's danger, but I'm just gonna stand here. And he's like, it ha- no. like it happens earlier with the when the volcano first explodes and she's in the, mm-hmm. his truck and there's lava coming and she gets out of the truck and then she just stands there and she's like, Dad, oh, he, Dad. She, he gives her clear instructions. If you need my help, start honking the horn. And she yeah. doesn't even do that. <laughs> I think what was it? You said it. it was I think when his ex-wife called, she was all like, "You know she freezes when she's scared." Yeah, they I felt that felt like an added in line late in the movie. Yeah, uh, where we're just kind yeah. of like, "No, there no run." <laughs> like, what are you doing? She was kind of a big compared to the other kids. The other kids who like knowingly ran into danger more so. I, can, mm-hmm. I like almost can't blame them in that where in this one like he's he's telling her to go to the hospital and she's like i mean i get it you're a kid or whatever but she's like i need you and it's like no he's important man he's got a he's he's got <laughs> he's this got duty do. <laughs> he's yeah i forgot what he actually did but he's like emergency he's... response or something oh, per- yeah, yeah he's the exact Some right guy official. yeah so i was like i was like we gotta get this kid out of here she, she really didn't. She didn't help at all. No. The she watched a kid badly. Yeah, she lost him. I think she, she was... hung out at the Hard Rock. I think she, she was just old enough that I'm like, okay, this is you gotta grow up, kid. You know. I think the thing was like, oh, my responsibility is to watch these two kids. Hey, where did Billy go? That way, can I have his food? I'm gonna go after Billy. What about the other uh, the kid? Other, yeah, she immediately <laughs> <What> fails. <laughs> How did that kid get all the way outside? Like beyond everything? Just mom. Like, what are you doing? What? That's uh, fine. Kids and movies. <laughs> they're they're plot pieces. For for sure. I guess. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, the movie it had. It also there there was like a sort of like back and forth between the two lead characters, but it wasn't like romantic at all. Like no, yeah, one. which I was crossing my fingers for. I was like, please don't, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, if, it was, it was yeah. better that they were just kind of like partners in crime. Mm-hmm. It, I just felt like it felt like that would just. We watched this one first, so I didn't have like an expectation, but I'm like, you know, it just happens in every movie, and it 
see i'm like oh this is something that's gonna happen and then at some point i was like it's been too long like if they mm-hmm. but then at the end he gets a little kiss on the cheek or whatever and i'm like okay i guess you know that would happen yeah. we haven't really yeah. talked about this is kind of an ensemble as as well because like there are a mm-hmm. lot of like other things happening that you know yeah. like uh don Cheadle is in like you know uh the mothership <laughs> don Cheadle, like, yeah he's calling he's calling the shots and uh and then uh uh keith david just shows up out of nowhere i i know i saw his name in like the opening uh credits you know and so i was thinking like okay he's like he's being like presented as like and and keith david's here and i thought oh he's gonna show up he's gonna be like a general or something and he was still great but he shows up and it's like to no no yeah. fanfare yeah. like the movie is just like and now he this guy's here and i was a little bummed <laughs> like, hey like, remember me <laughs> Yeah, both I both movies we're talking about, I guess, uh, have some alumni from the thing. But uh, yeah, I was expecting yeah. more for Keith David. Yeah, I was a little disappointed, but uh, it was I don't like, know, I... the the ensemble nature made it feel that's that was a very like you, this one feels more Roland Emmerich inspired. Yes, uh, yes, like um, Independence Day or like those type of movies where you've got yeah, it felt more like a Godzilla for sure. Yeah, yeah. So like. And that's, I mean, those, we talked about it, actually, we talked about Independence Day, and Independence Day, obviously, is even more so like this, so like, it has sort of this very sappy, like, almost like, like, propagandistic feel to it, you know, of like, you know, whether it's like, I mean, in both, it's, I think it's good natured, you know, it's meant to be like, yeah, humanity, but it feels like you're watching a, in both, like a, you know, an anti-alien or anti-volcano movie. <laughs> it's like someone's got beef with the with the volcano in this one. And, and you did a good job. Like, you talked about a lot of things that I'm like, okay, this, this does fit in with, like, a lot of the different anxieties at the time. Because at first when we started watching it, I felt like, and I, maybe I'm wrong, but I first felt like, I, I felt like L.A., Hollywood was like trying to make a volcano thing about themselves, you know. I was like, Dante's Peak feels like a natural setting for like a volcano disaster. And watching this at first, I was like, it feels like people making this movie in Hollywood were like, who cares about it happening in some small town? Like, what if it happened right here in the greatest city <laughs> I mean, ever? It, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if that had something to do with it. But, like, honestly, like, I would say the first half, like, felt pretty real to how L.A. would respond to a disaster. And I I, I thought yeah. I, I had I had a lot of fun watching the first half of Volcano because it was kind of like I was telling Jess, I was like, this is quick. It's just going fast. You know, new scene, new scene, new scene. Mm-hmm. They've got, like, the construction workers, like the Teamsters out in the yard, like, pulling bets on where the the – where the the center of the earthquake came from and i was like ah, that seems seems like some people would do yeah um, yeah it felt oh, okay so you you almost felt like you're watching like oh this feels like something that could really happen and then because it, goes, it, just, it, it could have just been an earthquake movie honestly yeah true true i feel i i yeah i like i don't know i i kind of just it's another thing that i kind of the cheesiness of like the the ensemble nature and like this whole this whole like the the fear of the volcano attacking la at the end showing like the volcano <laughs> that's now developed right. like it, it it's got a th- it actually it reminds me of independence day in that where it starts it does that's a movie that almost starts off like it it almost starts off like in the event and it slowly develops and then 
it by the end when you're it, it the, like the big space battle part like it it kind of goes like completely ridiculous like and yeah it, it's obviously meant to more because it's about aliens or whatever but i don't know i kind of I don't know. It's again another thing where I'm like, I guess I just eat this up. I I, I can totally <laughs> see like I re, I re, I almost agreed with like everything I read in the Roger Ebert review. Um, <laughs> I always find when I read his reviews, like oh he makes like some great observations and stuff. But there's times where even when he doesn't like a movie, I'm like I agree with everything I'm reading. But that's why I, I kind of think it's awesome. <laughs> so that's that was my takeaway from Volcano. I, I, you know, I, I feel like I keep coming back to how L.A. this movie is, but I think that's yeah. what I love the most about it because it, it, it is – honestly, I can't think of very many movies that are so authentically L.A. than this. Like maybe yeah. – like Tarantino has a few. You know, like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is very yeah. L.A. But like this movie, it's shot on location Like it, because I feel like sometimes you watch a movie, even though movies are made in Hollywood, a lot of the time L.A. is like kind of just – it's not a character. It's kind of like, well, this could be anywhere, but you know, mm. there are palm trees in the background. Yeah. Like, no, this movie is so LA. They <laughs> shot it in this, you know, it's like three blocks in the miracle mile. Like it's like, they were there. I, I was like, I, I know exactly where that is. I've walked there. <laughs> um, you don't get a lot of like LA movies that will just like name drop local um, news state news radio stations just oh, in the dialogue there are a ton of uh like reporters that real reporters in real yeah, yeah 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 I, I recognized a lot of them like you watch wow. you know abc7 news you know there's like a, um, a and then like they'll be like them. this is t- knx 1070 am and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> or um th- there was another thing i was like i was like this dialogue would not exist in any other movie like the person who wrote this understands la because uh right. don Cheadle's you know, in the mothership and they're talking about shutting down the airport and they're like, all right, we're shutting down the airport. We got to divert all flights to Ontario. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was like, whoever wrote that, they live here. Yeah. <laughs> because, and then Don Cheadle gives a little, like, are you serious? <laughs> because if you know, yeah. oh, we're, div- we're diverting all traffic from LAX to Ontario. That would be murderous. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh okay. that would be i was like just i was i think i was sitting here thinking it's like please send some to SN send send some to the other place don't what are you talking yeah, about and, all to and, ontario and then you, you so gooey and McKenna, you have absolutely no idea what we're talking about <laughs> no not at all and I, that's, I've been that's there, why i was like i don't know you know this movie is it, it is a snapshot of los angeles in 1997 so for that it's like it's kind of cool mm-hmm you you kind of th- that snapshot is exactly like the right word of lo- like a lot of movies like um when we talk about a lot of movies we we bring up like the idea of like oh does this like hold up or not or whatever and there's a lot of reasons why i don't always gel with that line of questioning but one is like because i like sometimes that a movie is like a snapshot of a time you know and like mm-hmm. by watching it you almost you're, you're transported in a way to that time even in a ridiculous farcical volcano movie like and i think <laughs> while i didn't get all the references like that you were talking about like i i totally feel that sentiment for sure like i think because it commits to being very la and then also trying to douse it with lava or whatever i'm like I, I'm almost forgiving too of like some of the CG and stuff because I'm like you know they they had a vision that they wanted to execute and they went for it. 
see the virus popping off all over the city. The west side is a million people. There are going to be a million dead people if we don't evacuate. When Mount St. Helens blew, the force was greater than the Hiroshima bomb. Listen up, let me tell you what's south of us. No more museums, no more department stores, just homes. Moses couldn't reroute this. It's everywhere. It's not enough time. I need a demolitions team. Everybody out! We're gonna take this thing to the ocean. In a city where anything can happen. On April 25th. It will. Please stay calm. <laughs> yeah. The As the I day. recommend both these movies, neither of them are like good. You know, I can't say like, oh, these are like you know, great film. This is great cinema, but they're like three stars, both I think, <laughs> for different reasons. Each is fun. Yeah. For their own reason. They're both fun. And that's, yeah, I, I think that's cool. Like, and, and just like the fact that it's like that, that's so awesome with like Dante speak in particular too, that it's like, it's like, yeah, it's a fun movie or whatever. It's, it's not, it's not the high tier cinema, but you go and watch it and it's like, man, they built all these cool sets and stuff like that. So it's hard. It's hard to like be, upset while watching it you know it's like it's awesome when you're mid-tier movie still you see like the craft in it and all that like and you can mm-hmm. you can appreciate it you know that everything that went into it yeah i love both of these but maybe yeah we could shift gears so they both both you know of them knew about i'm sure there's a lot of scripts get passed around hollywood and stuff like that i'm, I'm not an insider i don't know about that stuff but it seems like you know people know about different projects that are going on And while kind of like doing research on both of these movies, I was just looking, I was looking on, you know, IMDb, Wikipedia, and I was looking on YouTube like, oh, I wonder, you know, we found the the special effects stuff on there. But then I saw just someone had uploaded a movie from 1997 that was made for TV called Volcano Fire on the Mountain. That's yeah. Fuego in la Montaña. (laughs) And it had to totally be like some like they someone heard about these two movies and they're like, yes, okay, we can <laughs> we can churn out like a quick script or whatever to to like capitalize on like what we think will be this sort of trend, you know? Because it felt mm-hmm. very it was like a mix of both. Honestly, it had like it had like a Dante's Peak like type setting. Mm-hmm. or whatever but then it also had this the volcano element of like we need to defeat the volcano yeah <laughs> <laughs> whereas in in volcano they fight the lava stream with a building in this in in fire on the mountain they they have a, a lava flow fight a an avalanche <laughs> which is that's such a ridiculous like <laughs> Like that seems so dangerous to do, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Like they, I feel like they would be, they should be like, uh, put on trial for doing that. You know, they endanger. Like the, like, the, the avalanche did floods. more damage than the lava. Yeah, yeah. avalanches are uh, scary. Yeah, I like. I actually didn't even really like. I actually kind of liked it. You know, like we were. We were watching it, doing stuff in the background. Like, it wasn't, like, the main thing, so there's sort of that. But I, I kind of just enjoyed it as, like, you know, this is 
this is like a solid it, it's like not good but like for uh you know for like a we have mcdonald's t- at home yeah a little <laughs> bit of that but i feel like it was like it was like competent enough and like if you caught it on tv it would be like okay to watch but yeah i would never like pay to see it or anything you know <laughs> yeah i, I- I, I thought it was really well done for a Lifetime movie. Like, like yeah. it, felt, I just prob- it probably wasn't Lifetime, but it felt very Hallmark. A- ABC. And, yeah, you know, and it was like, honestly, not bad. Not, not, not bad. It had, it was honestly very funny. I, I thought it was yeah. so campy. <laughs> very yeah. campy. Yeah, it, it, it was the most, I think the most ridiculous of the like, don't you think of like the, we're not going to listen to you like, yeah. about the volcano mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. It uh, also had a sacrifice, but um Oh wait, we, we have, didn't What was the sacrifice <laughs> in this one? It wasn't really a sacrifice. It was we kept going like, oh, we're not gonna redeem this guy, are we? Oh yeah, there's like the evil, <laughs> oh, dad. The evil oh, business dad. Business dad. <laughs> that was the best part of the movie for sure. That, I agree. We were we were wound in a couple of times. We're like, yeah. What happened? Why did he do that? They just built up this one guy. To be the <laughs> biggest piece of crap ever. <laughs> and then just totally like that. That was the most like slasher movie thing out of all of this. <laughs> yeah. of just like, God, I want, I can't wait to see this guy get killed. You know, <laughs> I feel like this that's man... not what you want in your disaster movie. Well, maybe one character like that's fine. It's fun. Yeah. You spend the whole movie with this guy and he's, he, he hates his son he he wants Littles his wife. He just wants to land a big deal with like this hotshot businessman coming into town. He's like, hey, we can start a whole new venture up here. We can we can make this mountain town the the Atlantic City of the <laughs> wherever <laughs> of the Appalachians. Like, what are we doing, dude? <laughs> I both of those and, guys I liked a lot. Actually, both the business guys. I was like, man. oh man, they the slick back hair. And- <laughs> they were so nineties. I was thinking they would play great, like, b- bad aliens on, like, one of the 90s Star Trek shows. <laughs> They're, like, yeah, the Cardassians yeah, yeah. or whatever, you know. <laughs> but, like, he goes, you're, you're, the, the, his son goes missing or something, and the mom is like, your son's gone missing. He could get hurt. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. The, the kid, the kid, you know, he had a nice little storyline, too, you know. You like, kind of kind of won over by the kid by the end yeah 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 he's got a lot to do yeah <laughs> he delivered, delivered a child yep. maybe <laughs> little, which when you know, the when weird, but... the avalanche happened and we're like oh the car is going to be under there and he was like is this movie going to kill a pregnant lady oh my god yeah i was i was pretty shocked i was like oh my gosh the volcano got a pregnant lady that, yeah that would that would be kind of a too far a line i think for a made for tv movie but who knows i guess they 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 could do it i also like that the mayor was played by uh the actor who plays scully's dad in oh, yeah. mm-hmm. x files so another one of those like oh it's one of those guys so yeah I, I immediately like that the um the two leads also they were they were trying they were trying to do the big like romantic thing i you know i thought all the actors and stuff were like good enough in this um you know yeah, they were fine Definitely yeah. like I kept calling the main character Sting because he looked he looked like Sting. He does look <laughs> like Sting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I kept calling him low rent bond because it, I was like, oh, this is just this yes. is just Dante's peak. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, they had like, you know, in Dante's Peak, it all of them really, but Dante's Peak, I think the pair, it like the pair, like what their job was, you know, that that mm-hmm. made sense. And I think they d- they did that okay with this one. Like the one guy's like volcano expert, and then the other, yeah. she's like a ranger, right? She's like a yeah. She pulls a gun on him, and I was like, where did she get that? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, she's a ranger. <laughs> That's her job. That's you know what? I will say with. Gun. <laughs> she saw her ex-boyfriend she's like ah i'm taking out my gun <laughs> i will say both the dante's peak and this one uh rod said in both occasions he's like no the bosses are making sense they're following protocols you're going on a hunt she's like i'm i'm with the boss and even though i know the volcano is coming there is no scientific data all the data is saying it's going to be fine so I'm like, maybe it's because of all the things we've been through the last couple of years. But I'm like, when the science says and like the data showing plenty of evidence why you shouldn't be acting hastily. I'm like, yeah, maybe sh- maybe the bosses are making the right decision here. Yeah. Yeah, that's they fair. weren't. But that's only because it was a movie, especially when the, the sting in this this TV movie had made a bad call in the past. And his bosses are like, we're not going to believe you. Remember that last time you made a mistake? And we evacuated a whole town for no reason. We can't do that again. I was like, yeah, definitely. That's fair. Yeah. That in this, especially I think was like the least plausible for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, also them all standing over gases that kill them without masks and yeah. then just yeah. walking around. <laughs> Except for when you need to save the lady, then it's okay. <laughs> oh, we have to, we have to also mention the big finale. Um, is amazing where they're like skiing or whatever <laughs> yeah like, that is the most like that that felt like a the the biggest threat of the movie is not the volcano <laughs> it was the roaring avalanche, the which, avalanche which as soon created. as as soon as they had the idea to blow the mountain i was like did they watch mulan and we're like no that doesn't come out until no. next year so this disney sold this idea mulan. yeah <laughs> i think um yeah, I think that was like the best, the marrying of the two types of things where it's like, okay, we got this big final thing that's that's both going to defeat the volcano, but we're also going to have to ski away to safety in a big final dramatic moment. It, you know, if I had to like, I don't know why, I mean, I could maybe see this like ha- being shown also in class, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, uh, yeah, we're studying volcanoes and the teacher's gone. I don't know. Like, I could see this being thrown in my face as a kid. And I probably would have, like, I probably would have liked it all right, honestly. Yeah. I would have been, like, if I was, like, forced to watch it in class, I'd be like, well, this is better than homework. Yeah. So that's my review of this is better than homework. True. World International Network and Davis Entertainment present a spectacular action and adventure event. Can I have your attention, please? Everything's gonna be fine. Dan Cortez of Melrose Place. Everyone just stay calm. Cynthia Gibb of Jack's Back. And we'll get you out soon. Brian Kerwin of Love Field. Volcano. Fire on the mountain. Anything else about the volcano phenomenon that sticks out to you? Like, is there 
Like, what's um, what's your big takeaway after having watched the three of these? What what should what did we learn? I guess volcanoes are a um, threat. Always wear a mask <laughs> and gloves and gloves. Um, True. Yeah. Run yeah. away. Lava is uh, about as quick as zombies. You can make it. Just don't be stupid. <laughs> don't stop ten feet from where you started. If Grandma says she doesn't want to come down the mountain, Grandma is a grown woman. This is fine. She yeah, can make her own decision. Let her. Yeah, let her live her life. In a way, it's sort of like you go out. Like that's a good way to go out. You know? I need to get whatever model of truck they were they were driving away from the volcano in Dante's Peak because that thing was that a is trooper. an excellent takeaway. It got yes. pretty yeah pretty beat up and it was still kicking yeah. <laughs> Um, do you think the volcano movie trend will ever like resurface? I know there's probably been some since, but will we ever have like a disaster movies kind of come and go? You know, honestly, yeah. I feel like in the last half decade we'd have we've had uh, quite a few volcano incidences in the world. Am I wrong? Oh, uh, maybe maybe it's it's Are due for sure? a comeback. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a little more distance on the tragic ones before. <laughs> We do, you know, like yeah. in the 80s, we had St. Uh, Helens. Yeah. And then we didn't have a series of volcano movies until late 90s. So, you know, some time probably to process it, you know. Yeah. I was going to say, I think like it's it's almost like uh, I was going to say maybe the, the special effects will look better now. But I'm like, no, man, they kind of they Dante's mm-hmm. peaked in, in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I mean, I don't think. I mean, they could probably with like just the lava that was something in all of them. I'm like, I don't know if it's just because it's the most noticeably CG thing. I think sometimes that can be that can go both ways. But that's like the only thing like maybe that could look better. But like, yeah, the you see those bridges and all that stuff they built. It's like they they it would they wouldn't even do that now. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> so yeah, I think they need so to I, do a like a combo like a space volcano like a volcano erupts on a planet or something <laughs> that causes some debris to uh move towards the earth and we got to protect the earth from it from like a meteor like an armageddon <laughs> that's so much better than what i was thinking and fight I the aliens thinking... <laughs> it's like yes sorry what was the movie was you think... were thinking i wasn't even thinking about i was thinking about we watch terrible movies because we have terrible terrible movie nights and we watched one that was like tornado heist <laughs> And I was hurricane like, heist. Oh, hurricane I heist. I was thinking like volcano about that heist. movie. I got to get my money before this volcano. The whole town has been evacuated because a volcano is here. Oh so let's rob the bank <laughs> <laughs> before the volcano destroys. It ends with the them salt. racing down the volcano. You know, like <laughs> you're like, do we want them to survive? I don't it's know. <laughs> I, you know, I thought about mentioning hurricane heist because just because there's a there's that Should whole thing about. Where they're mad at the storm and the storm like forms like a skull, right? Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. He has like personal beef with the hurricane. Uh, oh my gosh! And th- it's very James and the Giant Peach. I'm not scared of you. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking that's what the volcano movie would need. Like the volcano could have a face like Donkey Kong Mountain <laughs> in Mario Kart, you know, and and like talk shit or whatever. <laughs> I think we need to pitch this immediately. You write the script. I'll cast. Yeah, we got. Yeah, we, we need to find give... someone to back this movie. Someone with money. Yeah, I think we can make this happen. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Go into business. <laughs> <sighs> 
Well, all right. This is this is a lot of fun. This is a great episode. It was nice talking to both of you. Um, yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank I you feel for... like at this point we need to do uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon. You know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, whenever you come down to what was that ninety nine two thousand? I think it's is it ninety? It's ninety eight or ninety nine. Might be ninety. You definitely uh, okay. We we'll definitely no. do that though. I'll commit to that right Wait. now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you remember how you were like, I had some anxiety because I they showed us the footage. For me, in elementary school, I have a visceral memory of sitting in um, the auditorium while they told us about how one day the sun will explode and oh. it will take all of us and being like, oh my God, oh my God. And like, don't worry, you'll all be dead way before then. And I was like, oh my God, oh that my God. They tell you that Bruce Willis was on the case. <laughs> no. So I have like, I don't watch like space world ending movies because they give uh, me so much anxiety. So I might have to pass on that because I will be unwell for several weeks. Okay. <laughs> I have not seen Armageddon. I don't know what Deep Impact is. I'm like, you can be on an alien world somewhere. I could watch The Martian. It has nothing to do with the Earth exploding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yeah, we'll but... um, we'll definitely. I mean, I would love to do some more shows with you guys again for sure. We'll. Yeah, we'll make it happen, whether it's world ending or not. You know, we'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to like plug your stuff? Like, uh, yeah, give us all your your details. So yeah, you can find our show Media Made on all of your podcast platforms. Um, we're on Twitter. Is that that's what we're calling it? Are we? <laughs> yeah. I thought we were on Blue Sky. <laughs> we're also on Blue Sky at Media Made Show. Uh, oh, right me on, personally, yeah. you can follow me at Rod the Master on those platforms. Jess? Oh, um, I've got a YouTube that I never upload to. You can find that, maybe. <laughs> or don't. Taming Tales <laughs> on YouTube. Nice. It's got stories up there. But yeah, Media Made Show is what we're doing. Yes. Uh, I, I think... highly recommend it. Like, especially, like, if you're looking for a similar thing of, like, going back, capturing a time in life, and also, like, the, like your show, it's more autobiographical. Like, you're talking about your own life. Like, that's... I don't know. That's the type of thing we're trying to do here. So I highly recommend it to anyone. I was going to say, if you like volcanoes in January, our 2005 movies, my, my 2005 movie specifically features a, let's say a fight scene in a volcano. And it will also feature me being very annoyed for at least an hour about his whole fight scene. (laughs) I'm very, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Actually. I like fight scenes. In and around volcanoes, so so all right. Look forward to that. Very exciting. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me online at Gooey Fame McKenna. Your... Uh, yeah, McKenna Games on Twitter, but yeah, I have a few uh, usernames. Nick, Nick Liz <laughs> elsewhere. You can find out uh, Flashback sixty four. We're on a bunch of stuff. So we're on Twitter, Blue Sky. We have an Instagram. We got merch. We got a Patreon where you can. Give us a dollar just just to show support um but yeah flashback 64 everywhere otherwise yeah um thanks again to you guys for coming on it was a great episode thank you for having thank us you. <laughs> thanks to everyone for listening and we'll see you see you later